0: welcome to the celeb news ride home for monday january 13th 2020 i'm your host kate raft oscar nominations are out and people are kind of unhappy about the results where's jennifer lopez's giant fur coat from hustlers because we all need to crawl inside of it and feel safe right now today's topics we're talking all things oscar nominations Plus, Gigi Hadid was called in to potentially serve on the jury for the New York Harvey Weinstein case. And, of course, we need to discuss Gwyneth Paltrow's candle that uh smells like her vagina. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. All right, let's just dive into the nominees for the Oscars. Issa Rae and John Cho announced them at the early hour of 5:18 a.m. this morning, and now I'm going to read them to you right now. Okay, the Best Picture nominees are Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite for parasite this is actually a history making nomination this is the first ever korean best picture nominee okay here's the directing nominations scorsese is nominated for the irishman todd phillips is nominated for joker sam mendez is nominated for directing 1917 tarantino is nominated for once upon a time in hollywood And Bong Joon-ho is nominated for *Parasite*. Just in case you didn't catch it, those are all male directors. No female directors got nominated this year. Okay, here's the nominations for actress in a leading role. Cynthia Erivo is nominated for *Harriet*. Scarlett Johansson's nominated for *Marriage Story*. Saoirse Ronan is nominated for *Little Women*. She's actually the youngest four-time. Oscar nominee in history now. She's only 25. She's gotten four nominations. Pretty cool. Also nominated is Charlize Theron for Bombshell and Renee Zellweger for Judy, who is my personal favorite. I mean, everyone in this category, I think, is fantastic. But Judy is, for some reason, my favorite movie of this Oscars season. I just, I don't know, something's like broken in my brain because I feel like I'm the only one that thinks Judy is the best movie of all time. But I fully acknowledge that my taste in movies is, you know, not normal. Anyway, now for actor in a leading role, we've got Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leo DiCaprio, a.k.a. LDC, is nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver is nominated for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix is nominated for Joker. And Jonathan Price is nominated for The Two Popes. I'm sorry, we're going to get to the snubs later, but I have to say, I can't believe Adam Sandler didn't get the best actor in a leading role nomination. Like, come on, Uncut Gems is so good, ugh. I can't believe the Two Popes guy beat out Adam Sandler. Damn. Okay, now for Best Actress in a Supporting Role, we've got Kathy Bates for her part in Richard Jewell. People are actually talking about how her nomination is one of the surprises of this year's nominees. Laura Dern got nominated for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson has her second nomination for this supporting role in Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh got nominated for Little Women, and Margot Robbie got a nomination for bombshell of course we all know i'm a big flow pew stan i mean i hope she wins this category so bad i'm at the point of my like fandom of florence pew that i've started following like florence Pugh twitter stan accounts i can't wait to see her and zach braff on the red carpet please take zach braff to the oscars come on florence please all right now for best actor in a supporting role we've got brad pitt for once upon a time in hollywood Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. So I'm not going to read the rest of the categories. Um, You can look them up online if you want, but the big winner for the nominations at least is The Joker, which has walked away with 11 nominations. Next place is The Irishman, which has 10 nominations. 1917 also got 10 nominations so did once upon a time in hollywood 10 nominations and behind that jojo rabbit got six total nominations little women got six total nominations same with marriage story and parasite which also both got six nominations all right now that we've said who's nominated let's get into some of the oscar nomination discourse shall we Okay, now we're going to get into some of the Oscar nomination snubs and general stuff that's happening around the Oscar nominations coming out. I just want to kick this off by saying I'm personally devastated that Cats got no nominations. I know technically Universal pulled Cats from their awards consideration slate, but I still think the Academy should have recognized how great Cats is. I know you probably think I'm lying, but I I genuinely love cats it's so good i mean come on what about beautiful ghosts like that could have won for best song like that was a good song beautiful ghosts is way better than the like frozen 2 song okay and plus, wouldn't you want to see Taylor Swift on the red carpet? Come on. Uh, come on. So yeah, I'll be holding a candlelit vigil tonight in honor of all the awards Cats isn't going to win. Please join me in Los Angeles if you need a place to mourn. So the biggest snub of the day is obviously all the women directors who were shut out of the best directing category this year. Issa Rae could hardly believe it when she announced it this morning, she managed. To throw some subtle shade in at the all male best directors lineup. Here, I'll play the clip for you right now. Jun Ho. Nice. I did it. I did, it. did it. Thank you so you much. did it. Congratulations to those men. And finally, Ah, ah Isa. I love it. Congratulations to those men. I mean, it's true they're all men again again (sighs) it's devastating deadline wrote about the snub for female directors saying quote women directors it's looking pretty hashtag oscars so male in the best directing category once again this year with no mention of strongly anticipated the little women director greta gerwig just like the sag awards baftas and golden globes the farewells lulu wang hustlers lorraine scafaria and a beautiful day in the neighborhoods mariel heller were not invited to the boys club end quote my girl florence Pugh, who got a supporting actress nomination this morning talked to entertainment weekly about how disappointing it is that greta wasn't nominated flo said quote it's incredibly upsetting it's a shame that it's still a conversation she then added quote she's literally made a film about this she made a film about women working and their relationship with money and their relationship with working in a man's world literally what little women is about, so this only underlines how important it is because it's happening. end quote, "More Oscar stuff after this quick break. We all wanna do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run, but even if we try really hard and we swish coconut oil around in our mouth every morning like Gwyneth Paltrow does, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. Enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm than good to your body, too easy to take capsules, Provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I love taking Ritual vitamins. I love opening the bottle and getting a whiff of mint. Plus, they make my body feel kind of like the opposite of how it feels after I inhale a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagined. From D3 to omega-3, Rituals Essential for Women helps fill gaps in women's diets. Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach, and there's a minty tab in every every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s. Better health doesn't happen overnight and right now Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com celeb to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com celeb. Another big Oscars snub is Beyonce. Everyone thought she'd get an original song nomination for The Lion King, like she did at the Golden Globes. Vanity Fair wrote, quote, though the singer seemed like a best original song lock thanks to her sweeping Disney-backed Lion King number spirit, she was snubbed in the category in favor of offerings by Randy Newman, Cynthia Erivo, and Elton John, who is likely the current frontrunner. Beyonce, unfortunately, doesn't have a good history with the Academy, going back to 2007 when she was mysteriously disqualified as a songwriter for the Dreamgirls number Listen despite being one of four contributors to what ended up being a nominee for Best Original Song, end quote. I guess the Academy hates Beyonce, um, which is not a wise choice. They better watch out for the beehive, just saying. J-Lo was also totally, totally snubbed in the Best Supporting Actress category for her amazing performance in Hustlers. A lot of people are saying this is because the Academy doesn't deem Hustlers, an Oscar-worthy movie, which I disagree with personally. I loved it. I think she was fantastic and definitely should have gotten the nomination. Vulture covered this, writing, quote, Hustlers was hamstrung by the notion that its frothy crime caper was not an Oscar movie, a notion that, as we saw all over this morning's nominations, often privileges the grandiose, the gritty, the masculine, end quote. Other major snubs included Uncut Gems, one of my favorite movies of the year. It got absolutely nothing i think that sucks i hate that everyone should see uncut gems anyway because it's so good adam sandler actually tweeted about his best actor snub writing quote bad news sandman gets no love from the academy good news sandman can stop wearing suits congrats to all my friends who got nominated especially mama and then he posted a photo of kathy bates from the water boy i think that's sad that tweets is it's a sweet tweet but it makes me sad like i would have loved to see Adam Sandler at the Oscars rocking like a tuxedo with gym shorts. But hey, he he really does hate wearing suits. So I guess guess that is the upside here. That is the upside here. Other snubs are Dolomite Is My Name was totally not nominated and Eddie Murphy was so good in it and he got absolutely no love for that performance. Lupita Nyong'o was not nominated for her role in Us, which a lot of people thought she should have been. Frozen 2 was not nominated for Best Animated Film. None of the Parasite cast was nominated. Greta Gerwig is the big snub for Best Director. Everyone thought she was going to get it for Little Women. She was totally shut out. And the big surprises are obviously just how well Joker did with the Academy. I thought Joker was fine. I don't get how it did so well, how it got 11 nominations. But, you know, you can't predict this stuff. It's random. It doesn't strike me as a movie that Academy voters would like. But okay, go off. I guess. I mean, if I had my way, Judy would have gotten 11 nominations, and everyone would be like, oh my God, like, why is Judy doing so well? And I'd be like, listen to me, Judy's the best film of the year, okay? But that's not exactly how things shook out. I always love stories about how best actress nominees get the info that they've been nominated. I don't know why. It's like, every year you hear a great story about how someone found out they were gonna be nominated for an Oscar. Like, they get a phone call and it wakes them up and they find out and they scream like, la, 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 la. My favorite of this year's is Ob- Obviously, Florence Pugh, she said that she left her phone on sound, like not on silent. And she got a call when she was nominated and she posted a picture of herself receiving the news. And she's totally topless in bed, like screaming. And she posted two avocado emojis over her nipples. I just love it. That's a great way to announce that you've been nominated for an Oscar. God, I love Florence Pugh. Do you think she would like me? Like, do you think Florence Pugh would wanna be my friend? I sound like a crazy person right now. I'm just like alone in my office asking if Florence Pugh would wanna be my friend. Okay, now that we're done with the Oscars part of the show, we've got to get into some other celebrity news that happened because we can't just talk about the Oscars, okay? There's so much more, very, very important stuff to get through. First of all, Gigi Hadid might serve on the jury for Harvey Weinstein's New York trial. (laughs) How many times do I have to tell you that 2020 is the wildest and weirdest year for celebrity news? I mean, It's getting weirder every single goddamn day. Gigi Hadid was called in to potentially serve jury duty on the New York Harvey Weinstein case. Like, oh my God, what? This is truly wild. According to page six, Gigi, quote, strolled into the Manhattan courtroom with 119 other prospective panelists Monday on the fifth day of jury selection, end quote. So when she got called up to the stand in the jury box, she said that her name was Jelena Hadid, which, first of all, that's news just by itself. Jelena? How did I not know Gigi Hadid's real name was Jelena with a J? Jelena, like sounds like Justin and Selena, like a ship name. Anyway, Jelena Hadid took the stand and she said that she had met the defendant and had also met Salma Hayek who's one of the people named in the case. She also said, quote, I think I'm still able to keep an open mind on the facts. According to page six, quote, she was ordered to return next week to join other pre-screened panelists from which 12 jurors and six alternates will be selected. End quote. This is wild. I thought they would dismiss Gigi Hadid like right away. I, I didn't know famous people were allowed to like be on juries. This is so weird. Like, I wish you could see me right now. My jaw is completely on the floor. Like, my jaw is below the floor. (music) Lastly, what kind of show would this be if I did not talk about how Gwyneth Paltrow released a candle over the weekend that smells like her vagina Like, literally, the candle is on the Goop website, and it's called This Smells Like My Vagina Candle. (laughs) The website describes the candle as, quote... With a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent, this candle is made with geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambret seed to put us in a mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth, End quote. Dear God, I... <laughs> Paper Mag says, quote, the scent began as a joke while Gwyneth was working with heretic perfumer Douglas Little to create a new fragrance. They were testing out scents and upon landing on the combination currently featured on the candle, Paltrow said, quote, "Uh, this smells like a vagina, end quote. It's $75. It's completely sold out. Trust me, I know because I would fully go into credit card debt in order to buy the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Sadly, it's sold out and I will never know, I guess. I'll never know. What a crazy, crazy day. I didn't even get to tell you about Dina Lohan getting a DUI, or Jeffree Star having a breakup, or Meghan Markle's voiceover deal with Disney, or Brooke Shields' husband, Chris Henchy, taking his shirt off in the middle of New York City. God, what a busy day. Okay, maybe we'll get into some of that stuff tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to another Celeb News Ride Home. I have been your host, Kate Raft. You can follow me at Kate Raft Follow the show at CelebRideHome on Twitter and Instagram. Have a great Monday and, hey, dive into those Oscar nominations on your own time and tweet at us or Instagram us if you have any thoughts or feelings. We're here for you. Shout out to my fellow Cats fans. I know this is a hard day for us. And, of course, thank you to Ride Home Media and my co-producer and engineer, Jack Allison. Have a great Monday, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow and keep leaving those reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps the show when you give us, you know, five stars and write something nice. It does help. It helps. I'll be back tomorrow with more celebrity news. Bye-bye.